0: The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, the head advocate of the Big Titty Committee of 69 Whiskey. Did somebody say titties? And the undercover brother of the Bro-Me-Ghost podcast, Matt here. And it's time for my homeboy, Chef Aaron, to cook up another great episode of the I Had
1: to Say It podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA member FDIC. All
0: right, so welcome to the three year anniversary of I Had to Say It. That's right. This episode will be coming out actually one, literally one day before the three year to the day anniversary of the episode of the show. And um, it's been an interesting three years. Personally, I've met a lot of really awesome people, I've learned a lot about process behind doing this. I like to think I've gotten better at it. Um, if nothing else, the quality has gone up, the sound quality. Uh, Maybe actually a little less mindful of certain vocal fries or vocal ticks I have in my speech patterns, but that's just getting more comfortable with the way I sound and being aware of the way I sound. So we're going to start this episode out as we do start the episodes out. So we're going to say Josh, Jake, B-Word, Iceman, Jason, Miss Aaron, Mike, Tabby, Javier, McShane, Fitz, and El Hefe. Thank you guys for your support. Uh, it's really it means a lot to me that you guys care enough to show me uh, a little love, and I, it, I I really I really do appreciate it. So with this being the three-year episode, uh, I did decide to do something I usually don't do. I know some shows do talk about their numbers. They talk about how many plays they've had, how many downloads they've had, however they want to look at it. How many? How much? time has been spent how much i I, and honestly i i don't have a lot of those metrics available i don't i haven't bothered to track that stuff as the years have gone on i haven't paid overly close attention to that i've missed a lot of those podcast milestones of oh we're on episode whatever or we're on download number x amount and thank you guys for the downloads and honestly i'm terrible about doing that shit but in the interest of when I sat down to record this episode I did actually pull together some numbers I made the extra work to get some basic things and I just figured I'd share them with you guys because maybe it'll be of interest to somebody since I think most of my listeners are in some way shape or form involved in the podcast sphere as it is I have a lot of listeners from other shows I have a lot of people who have at least been tangially involved in podcasting so these things might actually be of some sort of interest to you guys but On the other hand, if they're not, I apologize for, you know, saying a bunch of shit that you don't find interesting and hopefully I'll do something at some point in this episode to make it up to you. So to start out with the number of streams or downloads or plays or however you want to look at it, depending on how you think in terms of metrics. As of the recording of this, I am sitting at 16,466 plays on the show. Now, depending on how you look at things and whether you're a podcaster or just somebody who listens to them, I don't know if that sounds like a big number or a little number to you, but, uh, to me it's, I'm happy with it. It's nothing, uh, like I said, I don't usually look at the numbers. I don't do this to, for the numbers. I mean, obviously those aren't, it's not Joe Rogan numbers. Hell, that's not even just a bunch of random nerds talking about fucking Marvel movies on a Friday night kind of situation numbers, but they're my numbers and I'm happy with them. So that's that. So. Uh, let's see, the average plays is 51 plays per episode. Uh, number of Spotify subscribers, because that's where I pull my analytics from, because that's uh, who my host is, is anchor for Spotify. Uh, is, I have 96 followers on Spotify, which, you know, that's a lot more than I actually ever expected. So, uh, yeah, semi interesting uh, things there. Then when you look in terms of... Uh, Audience statistics, let's see, we've got, I'll uh, just do the top five. Uh, 83% of my listeners are from the United States, or no, I'm sorry, 88.3. And the top five states, uh, Illinois and Washington, oddly enough, are tied at number one. At 14% of my streams go to those states, uh, followed thereafter by California, which really just surprises the shit out of me. Uh, at 13% and then Texas comes in at 9% and then rounding out the top 5 is oddly enough Alaska. So whoever's listening in Alaska cuz apparently it's happening more than just occasionally. Uh <laughs> thanks for listening. I I appreciate it. Uh you know, let 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 me know who you are so I can you know give you a little acknowledgement. I never expected to be getting listeners from Alaska. So uh yeah, thanks. Um and then kind of At least to me, at least, less surprisingly, my statistics show that uh, 64% of the audience is uh, on Spotify. Again, these numbers are all Spotify numbers. I don't know about the broader base, but I think since a bulk of my listeners comes either through Spotify or um, Apple Podcasts, oddly enough. um, (laughs) But I can't pull analytics off of there because I'm not paying for that stuff. Um, But yeah, 64% of the audience is male. And forty-eight percent of the audience hits the demographic of thirty-five to forty-four. Um, so, yeah, middle-aged dudes apparently are my my uh, not necessarily my demographic, but you know they're the ones that are listening to me. Um, I can't really say I actually find that too surprising. But in the uh, more surprising thing, there were uh, point two percent of my audience is apparently identifies as non-binary, which I think that might be uh, randos that found the show through, you know, web sharing or something like that. Cause I don't really see me speaking to them. I mean, you know, it's not like I particularly have a problem with them other than the fact that if they're the pushy kind, I don't care. Um, like I said that, you know, th- those things don't matter to me in terms of whether or not you're a decent person. And if you're listening to the show and you do fall under that category, Hey, more power to you. you live your truth. As long as you're not a fucking asshole about it. Good for you. Uh, just one last little quick thing in terms of statistics here, looking at the top five most played episodes, oddly enough, they all came out this past year. So apparently I picked up some traction here somewhere and people didn't feel the need to go through the back catalog, but Hey, that's okay too. I can live with that. We have the number one most played episode is, uh, from April 25th of this year, follow ups, housing market woes and a check mark. Followed very closely, as in one play less, by the one published May 2nd, 2023. Mass media firings, Viva la France. Followed two less plays by the April 18th episode, Chicago riots, government leaks, and the economy stumbles. And then uh, number four is chemical spills, UFOs, and World War three. the episode from Valentine's Day of this year. And rounding out the top five is the WEF and stretching your food budget, which was the episode from January 17th. So the third episode of the year, uh, coming in four plays less than the number one spot. So it seems like in the spring this year, I had a little surge of listeners that were, I don't know, in a lot of ways, apparently decided not to hang around, but Hey, that's okay. Um, I do have my listeners and I appreciate every one of you, even though, if, even though there's not a ton of you guys, you're mine and you're very dear to me. Now over the last three years, like as I've, I've gone on about it before. I've actually done an entire episode dedicated to other shows I've interacted with and other people I listen to. And, um, I don't want this to turn into that, uh, again, where I'm sitting here going on and on about all these other great podcasts. But, there are a lot of really good friends I've made thanks to doing this. And uh, yeah, the shows I've interacted with over, over the years are listed on the website at I had say a you know, that website that I have up so you guys can have resources tied into the show. And I really, I, I am overjoyed to have met these people and that they are now, I consider them friends and part of my life. And I actually did get some feedback. Now, I'll be honest, it wasn't like a massive influx of you know, messages and calls and things, but I did get a few. And um, the ones I got were fantastic. And I can't really honestly say I'm surprised because, I mean, if I did have one complaint about you, dear listeners, it's that the engagement really could be a lot better. I mean, (laughs) I'm not trying to harp on you. I'm not trying to make you feel bad or anything like that. By all means, we're all busy. We've all got our lives, but... You know, I, I, I've that's one area where I've always had issue uh, getting traction is getting engagement, and maybe part of that's because I don't have the time to dedicate to just like constantly being online for social media for the platforms and for 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 the show and being out there plugging the show and being active on it myself. I mean, I'm every bit as guilty of not being involved with the <laughs> the, the show's social media presence as any all the all the rest of the people out there. But that being said, uh, we're going to take a few minutes here, and I'm going to play the uh, stuff I did get from people. So uh, thank you to the guys, and here's just something for you guys to listen to. What's up, Aaron? It's B-Word here at the Bleach Bros Podcast. Uh, First and foremost, man, I just wanted to say congratulations on three years as a podcaster. Happy
1: fucking birthday! happy birthday fuck you b word happy birthday i win i said it first happy birthday well technically we were saying happy anniversary but you decided to get all retard
0: there whatever so, whatever it's the day It's there's time i win i win he's so
1: happy about it. but here's time. the best part because not only are you retarded today which is totally fine but i have backup <laughs> Nomi, welcome in dude what do you got to say to aaron aaron buddy uh man three years three long glorious years uh Happy birthday! Happy fucking birthday! Happy fucking birthday! I was actually going to say happy anniversary and hope that a month after your three years, your show doesn't collapse like the dads did. Um, So, But I'm here for you. I love you. Uh, thank you for all the support you've given the dads. Thank you for all the support you give the Hateful Gnomes Music Hut. Thank you for all the support you give the Bleach Bros. I love you, Aaron. Why is Jake eyes all wide? Like he just got he accidentally got a finger Happy in it. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. See now he's Happy doing birthday. the now he's doing the fucking frosted the snowman like Happy Birthday. Happy birthday! The goodie came. <laughs> roof, roof, rocky road. Anyway, Aaron, we love you, buddy. Congratulations on all the things, dude. Hey, you guys. Hello. I've been led to believe
0: that this is a place where things can be said. So I would like to say congratulations on 300 episodes and Being Awesome, and also Aaron for
1: President 2024. Hello, I've been led
0: to believe that this is a place where things can be said, so I would like to say congratulations on 300 episodes and Being Awesome, and also
1: Aaron for President 2024. Hey, Aaron, it's Jim from Film Rage Podcast. Uh, Congratulations on your upcoming monumental release. I could not be happier for you. You said to give you the hard goods and be as honest as possible. I absolutely love your show. I feel that part of the charm of the show is that it uh, is just unfiltered you giving what you had to say, which makes it... um, often off the cuff, but also It uh, gives that spontaneity and lets us know the true insights as to how you're feeling, which emotionally charges us, the audience, to listen to you on a weekly basis. If I was going to change anything about your podcast, the only thing I might change is that you do a little bit more research on some of the topics that you discuss. But interestingly enough, on your last episode, you actually mentioned this is something that you're hoping to do more of. So I don't have much criticism other than that, I think. You're doing a fantastic job, and I continue to uh, look forward to hearing what you put out every single week. All right. Take care, buddy, and congrats. All
0: right. So a special thank you to uh, B-Word Jake, Jordan, Javier, Cody, and Jim. You guys, uh, thanks for sending those in. And uh, we're going to take a slight break here, and that will kind of wrap up the happy anniversary stuff, and we're going to get to a few things that I want to talk about. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, guys, Aaron here. Now, you're probably used to hearing me stick my ad in here for HorribleDesigns.com. And in my general need to try and improve things and keep things fresh and topical, it's time for a new ad for HorribleDesigns.com. So here it is. Go to HorribleDesigns.com, get T-shirts, get mugs, get stickers, get get mouse pads get stuff get swag with a bunch of humorous things on it pictures commentary little thoughts and ideas and for being a loyal listener of the show you can get 15% off your total purchase price by using the code i had to say it at checkout and that's all one word i had to say it only available at horribledesigns.com All right, so now, um, pretty much like I predicted last week, even though I was a little under the weather, I knew this was coming. We're going to talk some more about Maui because it just keeps getting fucking worse. I mean, I suppose I could be. it could have been worse. Biden actually did go to Hawaii. I mean, it, he was an utter fucking embarrassment while he was there. He fell asleep at a dinner where they were supposed to be honoring the victims of the fire. He compared the tragic destruction of probably a couple billion dollars worth of property at this point. Uh, And, you know, the deaths of hundreds of people with him almost losing his treasured 67 Corvette, you know, the one that was parked next to all the fucking classified documents he wasn't supposed to have in his office or his garage. Yeah. He almost lost that one in his house and, And, you know, in a fire because he had a fire in his kitchen. So it's not quite the same, but he, he, he can sympathize with how bad the fire, the guy's a fucking embarrassment. The fact that they're still trotting him out to try and do public speaking and all this other shit. I mean, he's on vacation for two fucking weeks, comes back, goes to the beach, goes and embarrasses himself in a speech, falls asleep at a fucking luncheon that's meant to, you know, honor the, the dead. And yeah, it's, it's just, it's fucking pathetic. And I'm still and there's been no change either about the whole, you know, all the aid money being tied into the package that they want to give to the Ukraine, because apparently that's the only way to get anything out of the government in terms of fucking assistance. And so it's also come out that the death toll may actually be way higher than than originally uh, reported. They're originally saying around 100 and then it was 110 and 115. The number keeps climbing as they find more bodies, as they have more people that are being reported missing. And one of the things about it is there was, in that school district, there were 2,000 kids in that school district. So far, as of the last time I looked, 100 and some odd children have reported to the transfer to other schools for their education to resume. So that's, you know, over 1,000 kids unaccounted for. And there are... Oh, dozens, if not hundreds of people that they still haven't accounted for either. There is evidence that the people who tried to escape into the ocean to avoid getting burned to death may have been drawn out to sea, caught in riptides, pulled underwater, drowned, trying to escape the fire. Now, well, that's tragic and it's a sad thing, Part another thing has come to light that is extremely infuriated. I mean, I'm, I'm having a hard time articulating how fucking angry this has me right now. I, I, I can feel it in my fucking jaw that this is bothering me that much the, in, um, the village of, I'm going to slaughter this. Uh, unfortunately, I don't speak Hawaiian very well, but, uh, the town of La Lahaina. La La um, anyway, where the, the, most of the damage happened in, on Maui, you know, where most, the highest body count was, uh, there's one, like bypass highway in and out of that town. The authorities closed it. They barricaded it. Now the, there were people who drove around the barricades. There were people who went off-roading, drove into the ditch and back up onto the road on the other side of the blockade. Um, you know, the police chief is insisting, oh, well, nobody was forcing the people to stay in town. Nobody was trying to stop them from leaving town. But they did have the highway and the bypass closed for traffic. Now, there were people that were, you know, barely had time to escape anyway, driving down these roads, hitting this gridlock when pe- where people were getting to the barricades. And if you've ever been in a vehicle in the United States of America or probably anywhere else in the world, at some point you've sat in traffic and you know how one little asshole not moving can actually cause miles and miles and hours of backup. Now imagine trying to deal with a fire with that and trucks and barricades blocking the fucking roads. So apparently... Not only is wokeism killing people in this case from the asshole who refused to release the water to fight the fires until after they did an assessment of how it would impact farmers in the next growing season, because water is for everyone and it must be equitably distributed. But apparently you can also die for following the fucking government's orders. And I don't want to misrepresent this. I'm not saying they were like actual road barricades, but the roads were barricaded by like utility trucks that were out there trying to... Now, it'd be one thing if they were just out there trying to clear the roads so people could get out of town, but multiple reports state that the utility companies were out there actually trying to replant the fucking electrical poles instead of just dragging them clear to get the roads open so people could get out of the fucking fire. And there are reports out there, and they've... Multiple sources, multiple people saying... There were streets out there that were closed by the police. There were lines of cones blocking the highway. There were cop cars where they were actual legit roadblocks and they were moving, but they were causing traffic jams that were exasperating the problem. So, yeah, there is all kinds of clusterfucks and plenty of blame to go around that poor management, mismanagement, poor handling, poor decisions, and just general fuckery of the responsible agents who are supposed to be protecting the people the, the the governmental appointees employees and fucking elected officials all dropped the fucking ball here and i've yet to hear a single thing about accountability a lot of people talking about what a tragedy it is a lot of people are talking about what a shame it is and not a whole lot of talking about what's going to be done about it or who's going to be taken to task for what a colossal clusterfuck this action actually turned out to be I mean, yes, tragedies are tragic. That's the, the right there in the name. The description, however you want to look at it. It's not like I'm trying to discount that, and I feel terrible for all the people who suffered and died and died in a horrible fucking way because of this. Adults, children, families, pets, just a horrible, horrible way to die. And it, the, it was so much worse than it needed to be because of ineptitude and fucking stupidity and bad policies. So... Yes, somebody needs to be held accountable for this horseshit. Somebody needs to be taken to task for it. It is utterly ridiculous that that's not even being discussed. Other than the guy who was supposed to be in charge of emergency disaster preparedness retiring and not actually taking any accountability for it, saying he stands by what he did and he's retiring because he's stressed out. Man, fuck you. Fuck your stress. I hope you have a fucking aneurysm. But, yeah, that's, um, that's, I'm, I'm worked up enough, enough about that. I don't need to have an aneurysm thinking about these pricks. So, in other side news, just to touch on some things that happened this week, the uh, first round of the Republican candidates for the Republican debate uh, hosted on Fox was on the air uh, at the same time since uh, the Cheeto dis- declined to attend the Republican debate. Um, it's a primary debate, and he's leaps and bounds ahead of every other candidate the Republicans want to run in terms of polling. So I don't blame him for not wanting to go on there. Um, He did an interview with Tucker Carlson, and it was streamed on Twitter or X, whatever the fuck we're calling it now. And the difference in viewership just blew the Republican primary debate out of the water, mostly because nobody in the Republican primary debate is really worth a shit as far as being a candidate goes. Um, I did watch some clips of it. I've listened to some coverage of it. I personally don't give a shit. I think they're all just fucking hustlers and con and I don't have a very strong opinion of any of them. Uh, other than I did hear a couple of good answers coming out of, uh, Vivek, whatever the hell his name is. Uh, I don't think it'll get to get the nod, but whatever. Um, you know, Chris Christie's extremely fat ass was on there, uh, trying to basically just bash Trump every time a question came up. Because he is absolutely fixated on the fucking guy. I don't know how else to put it. He's obsessed with this fucking man, and it's really kind of sad. Like, like he did something personal to him. Like, he fought him for the last big man at a state dinner while he was in the White House or some shit. I don't know. Chris Christie's a fucking joke, though. I can't stand that fat bastard. And meanwhile, the Donald was over there talking to Tucker Carlson and you know, giving a lot of non-answer answers and kind of skirting the issue a lot, and as as he tends to do. And I, I don't understand the cult of, of Trump that much anymore. I mean, yeah, he's probably better than some of the candidates, but he's not this, like, hardcore, hard-right, you know, savior that all these assholes seem to think he is. And they're talking about, oh, well, when he gets in this time, he's going to be out for a vengeance because they're prosecuting him, which is another thing that came up. They did arrest Trump uh Last week, he did get booked, and there are mugshots for him and, like, 18 other fucking people that are his co-conspirators in this case in Georgia. And, like, literally within the day of the, the mug shot dropping, it's all over T-shirts on both sides. Ironically enough, the left and the right found something they can agree, agree on because they're all wearing T-shirts. The left thinks it's funny that he's got his mugshot and they're like, "Oh, we got him now." And the right's like, "Look at this picture. It looks like he's about to drop the next fucking diss track of 2023." So, it it's all good for, you know, theater, but that's about fucking it. I mean, yeah, his he posted like $200,000 in bail or some shit like that and there's already all kinds of motions being filed because realistically, this is a sham trial. Uh, they've already indicted the guy four times nothing's managed to stick and they're just going to keep throwing shit at it. And you've got the same people who spent his entire presidency questioning the validity of an election, saying the way he went about questioning the validity of an election because he tried to actually obtain proof of all the impropriety instead of just going around bitching about it. Well, that's that makes it illegal and that's why he's got to go to jail for the rest of his fucking life. And the timing could not be more suspect. I mean, it's literally as election season is beginning to ramp up, the uh, arraignment, all this stuff, who knows when this is going to go on. But this is all going to be interfering. This is like direct campaign interference. This is the kind of shit tin pot dictators do in third-world fucking countries. This is not how the United States government is supposed to work. You're not supposed to find your biggest potential rival and execute a political witch hunt to bring him down. And there is, without a doubt, that's the whole push behind this in my mind, and in the minds of lots of people, even the ones who aren't the tinfoil head, drinking the fucking deep red Kool Aid, rightists, motherfuckers. This is not how this country is supposed to work. You're not supposed to use the Department of Justice to go after your political rivals. You're not supposed to be using the three letter alphabet groups to to be attacking people that you know hold different ideals than you. And it's a lot of rhetoric's already started. A lot of stuff has come up where people are saying. Well, this is going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back. And if, 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 if Trump loses this election, if, if Biden gets reelected, it'll be the end of conservatism in America. And I don't see that being the case. Um, I could have no problem believing things are going to go sideways if that happens. Um, the tension is getting thicker. It's getting heavier. It's getting amped up. It's getting pushed more and more by mainstream media, uh, more divisive shit, more racist shit. Every every single little thing that goes on is being amplified into these massive conflicts because that's all they know how to do. They're reading out of the same playbook they've been using for the last hundred fucking years. And some people see it. Hopefully, if you're listening to me, hopefully you see it too. I mean, I like to think that people aren't as fucking stupid as they're being treated. However, there are a lot of dumb motherfuckers out there, and some of them, yes, it goes back to that whole thing I keep saying where if you're under 20 fucking 5 you shouldn't even be involved in the process because you don't know shit about shit yet. You have zero life experience. You're gullible. You're easily manipulated. You have nothing to base your opinions on other than some old fuck telling you you're right and making you feel good about yourself, making you feel valid, making you feel a lot more important than you actually should fucking be because you're still young and stupid and inexperienced, and yes, I'm saying flat out, young dumb motherfuckers should not be the swing votes. They should not be the ones controlling these numbers. They should not be the ones saying, oh, well, it's valid that we won because we came out in force. When there is like significant evidence of all kinds of electoral impropri- improprieties, actual like duffel bags full of... Invalid voter registrations have been found, uh, sourced directly to companies paid for and funded by the DNC. Burner phones, weapons, drugs, all kinds of shit, gift cards, all sorts of suspect shit has been found, has been turned up. It's floating around out there. The information is not being covered by mainstream media, but it is out there and it is undeniable because there's actually records and legitimate, like, paperwork, paper trails showing this shit is actually the truth. It's not some tinfoil hat conspiracy shit anymore. It's literally valid factual information that's not being put in the mainstream's vision because it doesn't align with what the puppet masters want to keep things going on. And it's a saying that sounds so fucking tinfoil hatty, but at the same time, how much more of this shit are we going to take? How much more abuse are we going to take? How much more of them treating us like we're fucking dummies are we going to allow to happen before we actually do something about it, before we remind these political cocksucking parasites who is actually supposed to be running the show here. They're supposed to be public servants, not our fucking masters, and it's time they were fucking reminded of that. I mean, we're left, right, regardless of how you're swinging, you cannot think. I mean, I, I can't fathom the dumb motherfuckers who think everything in this world is shit right now But the government's going to fix it. The government made this shit. The government caused these fucking problems in the first place. They are not fixing anything. It is not in their own best interest to fix the problem. So they're not going to fucking do it. Until we start holding their feet to the fucking coals and making them do their fucking jobs, they're not going to do it because it serves no purpose from where they sit. There is literally zero motivation for them to perform the job as they are supposed to be doing it because there is no accountability, there is no consequences for the way they do shit now. And somehow we've got all these dumb motherfuckers out here who think, well, you know, if we just vote harder, we'll we'll, we'll make changes. If we just, you know... We have all these problems, so the answer is we need more government involvement in our lives. So let's find the candidate who most closely aligns with what I want. Even though it's a horrible human being with no redeeming actual characteristics, let's put this cocksucker in charge of my life. People that I wouldn't let fucking watch my pets when I'm out of town because I don't think they'd be able to properly handle it. Let's put those kind of assholes in charge of everything. It Dumb motherfuckers. I, I just I can't understand how this kind of shit is still going on. And the people who are questioned today are, you know, called all kinds of things conspiracy theorists and and every ist and phobe and whatever else she can come up with in the book because they just want to be left the fuck alone. So they must be intolerant, they must be racist, they must be sexist, they must be homophobic, they must be transphobic, they must be this, they must be that. It's utterly fucking ridiculous that people who just want to live their best lives and be left the fuck alone are being flagged with all this horseshit. And it's mostly because those are the people that are an actual fucking threat to the establishment, the ones who don't want to play the games anymore, the ones who don't want to deal with this shit anymore. And speaking of dealing with shit anymore and things they don't want to do anymore, just one last thing I'm going to touch on. There was a story, but it's spreading around now that there is a new viral strain of COVID coming out. It's been shown to be striking coming out of Canada through Michigan and along the East Coast, and they're already saying it's going to be more virulent and more dangerous than any strain before it, and it's a hugely mutated strain, and it's more contagious, and blah, 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 blah. They're already talking about bringing back mask mandates, bringing back lockdowns, and if you take nothing else away from this episode, take this away. Do not fucking comply if they try and force that shit again. They almost killed the economy in this country and around the world, realistically. They have overstepped, overreached, power grabbed, not given back the power they grabbed under these emergency authority Act authorizations that they authorized themselves to have. They are not serving the public interest by this shit. They are fear-mongering. They are trying to push more shit. Fucking sleepies already calling for funding for a new, better vaccine that works. So basically, the vaccine that they're pushing everybody to be on your fourth, fifth, sixth booster— forced people to get the initial two jabs to keep their jobs and their well-being, all this other horseshit, they're now coming out and saying, yeah, it didn't work, but we're going to develop a new one that does work. Fuck you, Joe. Fuck everybody that works for you. Fuck everyone who's working for any kind of attitude of you have to have this. If you want to go out and be a fucking lab rat, that's your right and that's your business. You have no right to force the rest of us to do it. And for the love of God, if they try, please don't buy it. If you want to jump on that, if it makes you feel safer, it makes you feel better, great. You do you. But if you want to force your neighbors to live by your fear, Fuck you. Don't listen to the show anymore. I don't want you to listen to the show anymore. I want you to grow up, be a better human being and stop being such a selfish fucking cunt. All the people who were saying, oh, well, you're selfish if you don't get the jab that we can't prove actually does anything. We lied to you about. And if you're going to say you don't want to get the new one because you you're more worried about your freedoms than you are about my health, you're being selfish. No, you selfish fucking cunt. You're trying to force somebody to live according to your standards. And you're a fucking hypocrite and a piece of shit. And you are just not, you're not the good person you think you are. I promise you that. And I guess for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to to com. Sign up for the mailing list. Interact with the show. Click the links. Sign up for the Patreon. Join the Discord. Come and interact. Be a part of the show. Buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.